Hey guys, producer Joe here. Apologies in advance for this, as I'm sure you're going to hear it a lot over the next hour. But we are doing the podcast live this Sunday, September 1st, at the Bill Murray in Islington at 3pm. You can get your tickets at angelcomedy.co.uk, or you can go to our Twitter and Facebook pages to find the link. We're at AATTA Pod. It's £4 if you order online or pay what you want at the venue, which means you can come in for free, but please don't come in for free because beer isn't cheap. Here we go. Daddy's back. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of After All This Time Always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Ludo Bagman of the podcast. Ooh. Yes, he gets angry at foreigners to speak in their own oh, language. Wow. It's Joe Power. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Oh, hello, Tom. Hello. Daddy, Daddy's back. Daddy is back. I'm home. I'm in uh, Pogsmead and... It's like I've never left. No. Yeah. No, it looks exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Although it's very hot. It's very oh, hot. I We're thought it was over. I thought it was done. No, uh, just when you thought it was out, it claws back <laughs> in. The heat pulled me back in. Yeah. We're officially still in summer. It's 32 degrees in London, mm. which I you know if you live in like a, you know, a holiday country. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm holiday country. <laughs> if you live in a holiday country... <laughs> And you get your 32 degrees, you're like, well, you know, I've got me, me air con in my villa yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, lovely, yeah. you know, and then I can just go and jump in the pool and don't have to wear much clothes. In London, baby, it's... Oh, you still have to wear a three-piece suit. <laughs> there, are, there are no swimming pools. You have to <laughs> we... carry your umbrella. <laughs> yeah, London rules. <laughs> How have you guys been? It's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an entire damn month. It has. Um It's yeah. quite shocking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been all right. The temperature for August was pleasant. Mm. For the yes. most part, livable. Right. You've you've missed a mi- uh, relatively mild August, and now you've come back, uh, and Hell's Mouth is open again. I crowded house it, didn't I? You crowded house it, mate. Everywhere it you went, very hot in Edinburgh when I left. Was it really? It was. It was. Yeah, I had a couple of days. There was a couple of uh, monsoon days, as per short classic Scotland. But uh, yeah, then I bought uh, bought the weather home with me all the way in the long so drive yesterday. How are you feeling? Because you only travelled back yesterday. I only travelled back yesterday. And was... you did a show yesterday. Yeah. I did guess my what, last show. Guess what time you got back? It wasn't yesterday. Oh, no. you got back today, did you? I got back officially this morning at quarter to two in the morning. That's not horrible. It's not horrible, no. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I luckily uh, went to my mum's uh, and dad's, where Elsa was. Oh, lovely. And so I had a bit of a lie-in uh, where they... they I. Woke up with Elsa, and they said, go back to bed for a few hours. So mm. I feel quite refreshed, if I'm honest, guys. Good. good quite man. refreshed, ready for this. You look good. You're still a hat guy. Very much yes. a hat guy. Well, I was a hat guy for some of the lot of the month. And then I was like... And then at one point, I realised I took like a shirt and a, a, quite a few shirts and my blazer with me. Mm. And you can't be a hat guy wearing a her shirt and a blazer. No. I don't no, no, think. No. I don't, that's just me personally. I think if you've got a blazer on, you've got a shirt and a hat on, you look very Trumpy. <laughs> yes, a Trump yeah. thing that to do. is a very Trump thing to do. You know, and uh, but yeah. it's not a it's not a bright red hat. It's a it's a jet black hat. It's a jet black hat. But I just think I don't trust a man who wears a suit jacket or a blazer mm. and wears a baseball cap. I'm just I'm not trusting that man. No, I sure. Think there's there's ulterior motives behind that person. Right. Well, that what is my live show here? outfit sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of live shows, yeah, oh yes, oh yeah. This will this is coming out on. Thursday, you guys are receiving this on Thursday, 
we have our live show on the 1st of September. Sunday. Sunday. A few days time. Yeah, few days a couple time. days. Not a couple, a few. If you are planning to come, please, please book your tickets. Um, how how are you, Pat? You good? I'm good, man. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bank holiday weekend, so I'm feeling I'm feeling quite rested. Lovely. Um, we had the uh, the TV festival at, at work. You did, yeah. In Edinburgh, you asked, you asked me for recommendations. I did, and my bosses really enjoyed um, the show. I I, I want to say Tom York. It's not. It's, it's, to- it's Troy Hawk. Troy Hawk. Wow, okay. Troy Hawk. <laughs> uh, Tiles of the Unexpected, which was a fringe highlight of mine. Uh, yeah, they absolutely loved it. But because all the bosses have been out at the festival for the last few days of last week, um, last week was quite chilled. Three-day weekend has been really chilled. I'm, I'm in a good mood. Listen to this. This is chill. And well, Daddy's back. And Daddy's back, of course. How was uh, the records without me? We, we had two special guests. Uh, Michael's Corner is back. Has Michael returned from Thailand? He has. He had a great he time. Has. And, and, and had we had Ross uh, last yeah. week. A lot of good uh, feedback from Love, that Lovely feedback. I think uh, I think people found his stories quite interesting. And, we, and you know, obviously, as soon as uh, we'd stopped recording, we remembered loads of other stories he could have told us. We'll so we'll definitely get him back on at I some point. I especially loved uh, the story of Anthony Mackie hitting him in the balls. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a lovely tale. <laughs> Falcon punch. Falcon punch to say hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, the nevers. Lovely. we'll hopefully get Ross back on because there's there's a few stories it, already I know that he can tell us like obviously there's stories he can't tell us that we'll ho- yes. hopefully wrangle out of him what was funny is he was t- I was listening to him talking about filming in Edinburgh whilst walking around the streets oh, yeah, that's cool. and it was good yeah. because it felt like a, a proper podcast to me because I was like I don't know what's being said I don't know what's yes, coming up yes of course and then I you turn up spoil it um, ooh <laughs> I mean, after he rescued the previous weeks, I don't yeah, think it's fair true. to say he dragged, dragged us from the gutter the previous yeah, the week. Le- oh, oh, the less said about that one, the better. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was me, uh, no bank holiday and no rest. That was me, very low energy. So, you, yeah. Have you looked energy. into maybe always having a three-day weekend? Um, I mean, <laughs> have you thought about getting sacked? <laughs> I've looked at it. I've looked into it. It's not feasible, yeah. uh, annoyingly. So what sort of stuff you guys been getting up to? Ah, oh, well... Uh, I don't know. I've been doing some. I've doing a lot of music still. Uh, Codes have the new album out in October. Oh, check uh, it out. We've got some show. They might have already been announced by the time this comes out, but we'll be in Germany in October doing a run of shows there. Oh, uh, really? October fest. Not you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, my, actually, I saw my friend the other. My friend Dolly from Germ. Or he lives in Germany, um, and uh, and I'm going to be near here. I'm going to be in his town in October, and I was like. Are we going to do some Oktoberfest stuff? And he was like, mm, well, Oktoberfest is in September and generally celebrated on the other side of Germany. I was like, okay, then that no is the what? answer. Yeah. Who kn- I'm going to take that with the trace description. <laughs> you can't call something Oktoberfest and have it in September. It ends in October, but uh, I think it's predominantly September. Why? So, I don't know. I don't know. Them. That's so stupid. Being peeve it for next week. I think week that's again. the worst thing a German has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> What was the question? Yeah, we did some music. Uh, yeah, we've been a bit of music. Been writing some stuff uh, with another composer, which has been fun. Um, another composer, different. Yeah, different another composer. Comp- do you refer to yourselves as composers now? Uh, well, yeah, we're, we're not. Is te- Joe a composer? We're not technically. Really? Are you a composer? Songwriters, are we? We don't, we don't write traditional songs, do are we? Are you a composer? <laughs> he's, the, he's the composer <laughs> without composure. When, so okay, we were doing work with a composer, someone that's got. 
There's you work with a composer. We've been working. <laughs> we've been doing some work with a composer. Is this the first one you've worked with, or is this another composer? This is another composer. Oh, okay. Well, oh, that's what you mean. That's what I mean. Right. But I am also okay. a composer um, of great hits. Um, yeah. So yeah, music and what else? I don't know. What else? I, I've forgotten, God. Tom. It's been a month. Can when is the next time I'm going to get to introduce you to someone else? Uh, oh, I don't know. Because I love to say this is my is any, is next week's show. Yeah. <laughs> is anyone coming to the live show that I wouldn't have met before? Um, I don't know, but I get to say this is Joe. Uh, he's, he's a composer. He's a composer, podcaster, <laughs> magician, magi- magician, musician. <laughs> he's not a magician. We all know how rubbish he is at dealing cards, uh, picking cards. Yeah, my uh, God. Me and Pat hang out uh, together. We drank. We drank some beers and we you, watched. Uh, oh, yeah, on you Wednesday. Hang we out. We we hung out. We do hang out. We hung out with our wang out. Yeah, <laughs> <Our> wang out. <laughs> um, yeah, we watched. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood together, alongside some beers on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if you remember, me and Mike went and saw Hobson Shaw last night, and that same um, uh, McDonald's advert plays where the kid goes, "Dad, can I get a Happy Meal?" And again, I was like, "No." But you remember in the Odeon, it really reverberated. Oh off yeah, the high ceilings, <laughs> high ceilings in really? there. No, and it echoed. I've not seen. Uh, I've not seen Hobson Shaw yet, but I have seen Once Upon a Time in. Uh, Hollywood mm. I went and saw it on my own and uh, when I turned up there they were like oh it's the IMAX screen and so I had to pay the little bit extra oh um, that's annoying but uh, yeah we'll get on to that we'll get we'll get to that later yeah uh, I don't know well, what, what else have we got coming up on the show chaps well we've been saving we've been saving new pensive for your return of Love course uh, new pensive that. that Lupin sent in so we got some of that good stuff it has been a hell of a seven days for geek news oh, oh yeah we had the D oh. The D23. D23. D23 most, most recently, but I've been keeping track of uh, Geek News chronologically, and we, we had Spider-Man is leaving Disney, that. we had a new Bond title, wow. we had a Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, awful lot to cover later in the show. So much. Is there any, any peeves, guys? I didn't have any peeves. I thought last week's was great. I thought, yeah, I thought last, last week's was fantastic. Yeah, last week was fantastic. Um, the, qu- the quality of the week before and the week before that? Yeah, they were, they were some bad episodes. I'd peeve that. Did yeah. you? Okay, so the peeve, Pat, just peeve it. Peeves. The uh, apologies for a couple of bad episodes. <laughs> they, they, they weren't very good. Yeah, Tom is promising to never go away again. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen. No more front, holidays. In front of the listeners, why don't we talk about maybe at least, because I probably will do the Edinburgh Fringe next year. Okay, fine. Why don't we talk about doing a week of us? Next year, you well, let's let's not make promises, but that would be a lot. Let's not make promises, but let's put out would there be see fun. If any interest. If would there's be... interest in us, because oh, because imagine us after doing a show for five days, it'd probably be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, come on the Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it's polished. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I think we should do it. I'm up for it. Let's let's uh, let's, let's see how it. this week go, this this Sunday yeah, goes. Yeah. Considering and we've got nothing few, to talk about. There was on a Sunday. few people that turned up um, that came that were podcast listeners, and there was one guy, and he came up and went, "Oh, um, I listened to the podcast." And I was like, "Oh, amazing!" He went, "Is it the podcast?" I said, "No, it's just me doing stand up." And he went. Where are the other two? Oh. <laughs> They're not here. We are doing a live show in London. I went, oh, I'll be. I'll, I'll come along. I was like, ah, oh. never came back. Mm. Oh, he didn't come see your stand-up show. Never came back. Well, oh, then he's getting. So, I, I he's don't know. Getting I don't a know where I'm bought for him by me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Sunday, if he turns up. Yes, if you. Yeah. 
Um, I never took his name either, which is a shame. But um, yeah, he 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 was. Uh, I think he he uh, has listened to the show. I don't. I, yeah, but I not not a fan of you. <laughs> Apparently, it seems not a fan of the stand up. Um, yeah. Did Did you have some listeners actually come and stay and watch you and laugh and stuff? Yeah, they came. Yeah. Good. Yes. Good did you get you. many? Listeners. Did you get many? Because I know we put a call out for at Some the end of shows for people to go bagas from the audience. Did you get, get any, any audience? No, bagas? I didn't get any yeah, bagas. Bagas. Oh come on! The reason that that is, would have got you a but I would one. I would finish the show on uh, the stairs behind the audience. Oh okay. Uh, uh, so it's not like uh, so yeah they would watch a video. Um, you know what video? That oh was I know the video. And I would be oh and to so everyone who was so impressed with Ross last week. Uh, Ross was meant to make that video for Tom, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ross was meant to do a video. Um, but as you know, he's clearly a busy guy, and even though um, yeah. he had a he had the video for a full month, he um, still wasn't <laughs> able. And what was great is I didn't even ask Pat. I said to Pat, "Oh, uh, Ross has had this video, and he's he's not done it." And I've, uh, every time I say to him, "Oh," he, was, he says, "Oh, I'll have it to you tomorrow." And Pat just went, "Give it to me." Took it off his yeah. own. Took oh, it. Brilliant. So you know when Ross was talking about, "Oh, we get outbidded and." Oh, people come and swoop in and they've got to do the work. And I was thinking, yeah, mate, know all about it. Know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he would have done a better job because there was, it, was, it was blurring out faces is what I had to do. And you it, did I'd per- never did actually done it job. before. So there was one bit where all the facial blurs just like, it looked like an alien invasion. They all just sort of like merged into one big blur just over everyone's heads. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't as neat as I'd wanted. No. And I said, like, I, let me do it again. I can do it better second time. Perfect. Do you, do you, do you, think, do you think you'll do it in London, Thomas? I will try to do it in London. I would like to see I'd the like show. I'd like to see it. I would really like to do it in London. So, yeah, I will uh, I will certainly update you and the listeners, all the, the train weirdos, uh, about when I will do the and show. And if that guy wants to come and see the show, Pat and I will be there as well. We'll so be you in can audience, see all but three as long as he doesn't expect you guys to talk while the show's on. Well, I mean, that, that's a given we will be. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, this guy's awful. We should yeah. record a podcast while watching Tom show. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. <laughs> there are two kinds of tongues: yucks and birds. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd? Pardon me. Take a deep breath, Pat. So, as we said at the top of the show, there yes. was the, I would still say it's probably the biggest news this week, even with what's just come out within the last few hours. But the biggest news this week is that Spider-Man is leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Disney yeah. and Sony yeah, couldn't sucks. renegotiate their deal. There mm-hmm. will be no more Spider-Man in uh, Marvel Universe movies. The next Avengers, whatever the next team-up movie is, Spider-Man is no part of it. Which is utterly, utterly... <laughs> I'm just trying to try and mind my language here, but if you think of how the last Spider-Man ended, mm, you just yeah. think that's going to remain unresolved. Oh no, there's, Sony is still going to make a Spider-Man three and and a Spider-Man four. They have plans. And Tom Holland signed up with for them, Tom Holland yeah, and uh, John John Watts, the same director. It's just that Kevin Feige from Marvel won't be overseeing the story, so won't be able to tie in the little things to whatever Marvel's got coming up. Because we talked about it a few weeks ago. It's in. It's in. Marvel's interest to keep Spider-Man popular because they're going to be using him in, in their movies, even though we've learned more of the deal. Since they couldn't renegotiate it, we've learned more what the deal was. They got um, 5% off first dollar gross, which is basically they don't have to... The movie doesn't have to make a certain amount of money. The second the movie starts making money, Marvel gets 5% of it. Disney said, we want to get 50% of it. Since we're doing essentially 50% of the work by helping you with the story... We'll put up 50% of the cash with you, but we want 50% of the profits. Sony said no. 
we want to carry on with the way we've been going. The way we've been going? Yeah, which, yeah, is, exa- where, yeah. which is where... Joining, what, why do you think these films are so popular? Which is where they put up all the cash and Disney get 5% of the profits. So as so, far as Sony's concerned, that's good enough. But Sony's had, Sony's had a couple of hits recently. Between um, the, the Spider-Verse animated film winning an Oscar, Venom actually did very well. We just didn't realise. It did very well in uh, foreign markets. Mm. So outside of, outside of the US and the UK, it did very well uh, in other markets. Probably the Tom Hardy effect. I don't know. So that's yeah. why they're yeah, working maybe. on Venom 2. Sony's always wanted to do um, a Sinister Six movie. Now they can, and they can incorporate Tom Holland into it. The only problem it's going to be is there's going to be contradictions in the continuity. Like yeah. Say like in the next uh, Avengers movie, whatever that is, New York is just destroyed, is just wiped out for whatever reason. In the next Spider-Man movie, they're not going to address that at all. Whereas so far, the chronology and the continuity has been perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as mu- I mean, we discussed uh, Spider-Man on the show, and I, w- I didn't enjoy it as much as you two. But there was enough in it to still keep me excited about the Marvel Universe. Mm. For example, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, and Tom Holland together. You're not going to get any more of that. You're not going to get any crossovers from Marvel coming into Sony either. Look at at Homecoming. It's because Iron Man was a huge part of it that it was a success. Mm. And and a lot of... And and Tom Holland Holland Spider-Man was meant to be the new Iron Man, effectively. Oh my God, that's what they set up in Far From Home. He's meant to be the new leader. He's the leader of the Avengers. Oh, sorry if that was a spoiler. Yeah, and then oh, come yeah. on, he was meant to leave the Avengers, and then also there was an even bigger twist at the end of the movie where you can, oh, how's he going to be a leader now after that? Mm, they're doing but, that story. Um, yeah. So yeah, it just seems mad. It just seems mad that like, it's like surely, like you can see that this is what people want. Like I don't. But who do you think's being greedy here? That's the debate. Is Disney being greedy to say? We want 50% of the profits. I think not backing down from... Because I don't think they were ever going to get 50 considering Sony own it. Mm. But there, there should have been a bit more if they put in on half, both sides there. If they put in half of the money, I can't see why they wouldn't get half of the profits, though. But would Sony want to give away half of their profits? Like, it is their biggest uh, earner. Mm. I, th- I think it was um, their biggest earner beforehand. <clears throat> excuse me. Was Skyfall. And Far From Home has now become their biggest, uh, their highest grossing, Sony's highest grossing movie of all time this year. Wow, okay. I just think it puts the next film under so much pressure. It's going to put it under a lot of scrutiny so as well. Like scrutiny, any, so any criticism pressure. you have of it, you're going to go, well, that's because Sony wouldn't let Disney Absolutely. be involved. Absolutely. Oh, it'd be nice if you had those conversations with Happy again. Mm. Oh. oh, God, of course, Happy. You know I mean? Happy's not there. That's, that's the whole, you know, because he's obviously gone through Uncle Ben and... Um, Tony and, and Happy's his father figure. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. So, what, are you going to establish another father figure? Uh, no. Basically, it's just bad news. It's, it's a shame. It's, hopefully, they can still renegotiate. Sony have been quite open to the fact that what they offered Disney, Disney just said no and then walked away. And Sony seemed to be as, as upset as the fans. And it's from their point of view, it's, it's that Disney's being quite stubborn about renegotiating, but Disney was hard on the 50% or nothing at all. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of Sony and Bond, Patrick. Yes, we got a new Bond title this, this week for the, uh, the new movie that's coming out quite, quite early next year, I think, or, or soon enough, considering it's only just started filming. Anyway, Bond 25, Daniel Craig's last one, No Time to Die. 
What do you think of that for? Uh... It's a good Bond title. It's a Bond title. It is a Bond title. It's not Quantum of Solace, is it? So <laughs> no, it's not the worst. Then I don't. I don't like. I never liked Die Another Day. I didn't. I didn't quite like that. Die no. Another Day. But well, Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. Really makes any sense. Think, the thing is, though, No it's... Time to Die. No time. But let, if let, it wasn't don't... a Bond title, that's a rubbish title. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's up there with a good day to die hard as Die yeah, Hard Four. Yeah. It's like such well, a bad. Uh, to be uh, for me, it's up there with all Bond film titles. Really, none of them are good titles. No, no. it's, it's, like, like, it's a, like band names. I like like a the one, Beatles is an awful band name. I like a but one you just word accept Bond title. Radiohead. No, crap. But, but it's spelt beat as in the musical beat. Don't yeah, exactly. You get it? It's a joke. It's a crap joke. Do you not get it? <laughs> I do not get it. <laughs> do you not like the Beatles? Thanks for explaining the Beatles to me, guys. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I, I like it, and I liked the um, the poster reveal, or like the trailer reveal. I really liked the font. It looked like a very pulpy um, 70s book cover. Mm. Mm. And it's like quite a schlocky title, with a schlocky design. I, I liked it. Matrix 4 confirmed? Confirmed, even with, after. With Keanu. With well. Keanu and Carrie-Anne Moss. So Neo and Trinity are coming back, even though somehow they're, they're both dead. Um but it's I'm glad you told me that because I forgot what happened. They both they both died at the end of the third one. But, yeah, right, didn't okay. when we were talking about it? Didn't we think uh, it was just going to be a new thing, like a spin-off? Almost? They were talking about having Michael B. Jordan playing <laughs> um, Morpheus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then one of the Wachowskis said, "Oh no, no, it's not happening. I don't know how these rumors spread." But it was the other Wachowski, and I, so I can't remember which one of it's Lana or Lily. I think it's Lana that is actually doing it. She's writing it and directing mm. it. And um, I suppose it's. Since the first movie came out, we are using things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram more. We are living in more of a digital world than we ever have been. So maybe there's something prevalent for it, but I don't know. Why does it have to be a Matrix movie that addresses that? Why can't it just be an original concept that addresses it? Yeah, good point. Because those characters are dead. I guess it's just that half the marketing's already done. On on that note, um, fun fun fact for you. Uh, In America, Good Boys went to number one. The Seth Rogen R-rated comedy about kids. Uh, it's only the second entirely original film to get a number one this year in America. Oh, uh, can you think of the first? Uh, I've already told Pat. He Whitney. gave me this quiz before, and I I couldn't get it. Um, so it's not the so we're going to go through Avengers, must I understand? Entirely original. Entirely oh, original. Was it the other Seth Rogen film where he's with um, Charlie? No, Ferrari? I don't. I don't think that went to number that one. Number one. Um, what was that called? What was that? I, called? I watched it. I watched it the other week. Um, I heard it was actually quite good. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, was it called Punching? Was it something about no, punching above your was, weight? I think or? it was something to do with. Oh, I can't remember it, that film. Um, not eighth grade. Not eighth grade. It was last year in America, uh, and I don't think it went to. No, I think it only no. opened in New York and LA. Um, entirely original film. Uh, I'll give you. A cl- uh, opened in March. Opened in March. <clears throat> nope. I'm. I'm not. It. It was uh, us. Jordan Peele. Ah, it's the only other entirely original wow. film to get a number one in America this just year. Shows you, yeah, it just shows you how reliant they are on remakes and franchises. Yeah. Or, well, or Pat, just... well, Pat was saying, Pat's guess was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I get, I th- I'm assuming that's not counted as entirely original because it's real people and technically based on a real story. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, mm. we'll get, it was Longshot was the uh, Seth Rogen movie. Longshot. Charlie's the film you were trying to think of. Um. Uh, oh, and speaking of Keanu Reeves, uh, Bill and Ted 3 wrapped this it week. did wrap. Yeah. Did it. Which is uh, exciting. Which 
Well, it's exciting, but once again, we go, oh, it's exciting, but it's another non-original film idea. It is another (laughs) non-original film, but it was a film I didn't realise I wanted as much as I did until I saw the rap photo, and I was like, oh, I am excited about this film. But also, I am am wary of, we had it with, like, Indiana Jones 4... Uh, Die Hard 4 just any any movie where you made a whole bunch of them in a short space of time and you don't make any for like 10, 15 maybe even 20 years mm. and then you make another one it's, yeah, it's, so why we, it's why we never need a Back to Future 4 oh no, god no, 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 no we no, don't no 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 uh, what else um, Kit Harrington. he's going to be joining the MCU as yes. part of the Eternals yeah so him and Angelina are the confirmed do you think cast? that just happens now like they just hoover up people to join. Like, so it's like they look at Game of Thrones, they're out of it now. They're just going to go into another franchise. So, you know, uh, Amelia Clark went and did the Terminator stuff and Star Possibly. Wars. Okay, you I, know, it's, it's just, it's just franchise to franchise now. I guess it's that whole thing like they need to make guaranteed money, and the only thing that's making guaranteed millions and millions yeah. at the moment is franchise stuff yeah so you know like, but if you, you know, are trying to launch like like Etern- eternals itself is a new franchise yeah it's part of the, under the mcu umbrella but it's a whole bunch of characters people don't really know i don't really know that much about them no so mm. anything you can do to drag an audience in and say hey it's uh it's john snow you've not seen him before hey yeah. check out solo it's got daenerys in it no one cares no yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> the only other thing i've seen kit harrington in outside of game of thrones was this short comedy thing he did with Andy Samberg where he was a tennis player it wasn't that good uh, he was in I saw him in Pompeii Pompeii I never saw he had Pompeii. his kit off a lot and that was a was... serviceable enough actually uh, and he was in okay. Spooks the Spooks movie he was quite good he in that. Was, was in, in the that? Spooks oh, movie oh okay and he was in a Guy Fawkes drama on BBC last year that my mum said was great uh, he's also one of the voices in Zog uh, the cartoon where one of um, uh, one of my daughter loves that that's a man with a child speaking right there a man right with there. a child yeah, um, Kit Harrington isn't think- it this is technically a peeve. Go on. Uh, it's just geekery we forgot to cover. Uh, Irishman trailer. Oh, yeah. yes. We've got a new Scorsese film coming out. And which we've been looking forward to, honestly, for years. For years we've been looking forward to it. Because and he's wanted to make it for years. And it does look great. I'm but excited. All, the all his movies are ma- he wants to make for years. Yeah, when he made Gangs in New York, he was like, oh, this has been like years in the making. It's just yeah, like, I what suppose. have you been doing? <laughs> yeah, he's been off making Bob <laughs> Dylan oh, well, documentaries yeah, yeah. or whatever. And that was, yeah, well, I wanted to make this documentary for oh, years. Yeah, we needed his... another Bob Dylan documentary. It, it was all the footage was... from years ago as well. Silence. He just had his, this um, his last film that came out, yeah. that was a movie he wanted to make for you. I guess oh, it's cool. just trying to get the funding for it. Maybe. Because it's Silence that is... people wouldn't fund the Scorsese film. No, but Silence did strike me as quite... Uh, expensive in its production like mm. it's all filmed on location in Japan and it's like a really long movie and then and then The Irishman there is a lot of uh, de-aging effects needed yes. and it's his first foray really with like he's used digital effects before mm. um, for like you know same way everyone does matte paintings and stuff like that but in terms of the Marvel style de-aging an actor and I, I wasn't sold on the trailer as, as much as I like the look of the trailer Young De Niro especially when you know it's... what Young De Niro looks like yeah it was the, it was the Rogue One effect. It was our main problem when we first saw Rogue One yeah. was uh, with Grand Moff Tarkin, the mouth. Mm. Yeah, it's still not quite there. Hopefully, some finessing before it comes out. Yeah, but it comes out course. in like two or three months. So, uh, and also the new Chris Morris movie, starring Anna Kendrick and a bunch of other famous and people. I, I thought that trailer looked a mess. I did. I, I did, didn't not, excite me that much. I did not honest. laugh and was. Day, uh, I'm the, a bit concerned about what Chris Morris is going to do with clearly quite a high budget. It's called mm. The Day Shall Come, yeah. and it's quite an interesting story. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, the trailer. If I didn't know it was a Chris Morris movie, I'd see that trailer and go, "I have no interest in that." Mm. Yeah, it's only it's, because I know he's got previous of making very good content. Well, I think it, I think for me, it's it's a hundred percent record so far for Chris Morris. Day to day, Brass Eye, Nathan Barley, Four Lions, Jams are. Jams oh, Jam is an acquired taste, I suppose. <laughs> Jam, yeah. is a, Jam has a, its moments. It has it's got its, its moments, moments, but it is, it a, is, it is a, a... Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That was a passion project. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's just a slog to sit through. It is really... By design, it is so disconcerting to watch. Yeah. yeah disorientating. Uh, and I can't believe this wasn't the first thing we said, but we were so excited that Daddy was back. Uh, we've just got a new sort of trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, yeah. From D23. Is it a sort of trailer? It's is, a montage. It's like a montage of the old films, but then films. there is new footage from this film and it does say this Christmas, the saga comes to an end kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a preview. It's like a second teaser trailer. Yeah, but it is, still it's not... more of a teaser, isn't it? Because yeah. no, we know nothing of it. No. no. Now, Except it shows the... footage of um, <clears throat> uh, Princess Leia. Now, is Carrie Fisher in this She's film? in it, yeah. So they shot her scenes. No, they it's sh- all from Force Awakens. She had a lot of scenes in Force Awakens that were cut. Right. Because you know she only turns up sort of just over the halfway point. She, One of the criticisms a lot of people had with Force Awakens was they didn't know... Annoyingly, after the prequels, people wanted more politics. They were like, "How? Who? What is the New Republic? How did they get founded? What is the Resistance? What's Princess Leia's role?" And they had tons of footage on that, explaining that world building. But they just thought, you know what? Let's just get into the story quicker. Story, story, story. Bring her in halfway when she meets Han. So they've got... Quite a lot of footage of her they just haven't used. I How was, they're repurposing it, hopefully it works. But mm. I was really hoping there was going to be an extended cut of Force Awakens. Maybe it'll still come one day. But Same. Like the bit where Chewie rips the, the guy's arm out. We've never actually seen a Wookiee rip someone's arms off. Yeah. And they filmed it. It was it, Simon Pegg's arm as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uncut plot, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got that. We, I mean, we don't know anything more. Go look at the. All we know more is that Ray at one point has a double-ended lightsaber, which looks great and c-3po's got red eyes yeah but after what you said to me last week it makes me think oh she's got a double-ended lifesaver because they just want to sell more ray toys oh almost certainly and it's just yeah, like yeah. well yeah yeah if it's something you gotta have something new this would be this is it's the... not new it's darth maul but they did darth tease maul, mate. <laughs> it's... excuse me got a hair on my tongue oh sorry mate they did uh they you did can't... tease in the second one that she was maybe going to turn bad and, and oh, everyone wow. thought when they announced the sequel trilogy, they're like, oh, you've got to do something different. What's different? Oh, how about the hero we follow is the one who actually does turn bad. Mm. When you've got someone saying, join me and we'll rule the galaxy together, they'll, they'll follow him. So you had that oh, bit okay. in the trailer yeah. with, with Kylo offering it to her, but she didn't do it. And there is a bit where she held the red lightsaber in the last one and everyone was like, oh my God, she's going to turn evil. Mm. That would make her character I don't think everyone did that. I thought it was like, oh, what's, you, what's happening now then? Well, I thought I thought they were going to join forces, but then that yeah. was immediately uh, shut down. But that was the, the first time watching it. That was the high point. That fight scene was the high point for me. Yeah, and even now, that's view. one of the one of the low points. How many times yeah. have you guys watched uh, Last Jedi? Well, we watched it three times at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pre-book it, but also like, three but times. When we when we came out of it first time, we were sort of in denial that it was complete crap. It was a very silent. Drive home, silent drive home. We were in shock. weren't quite sure what we'd seen. (laughs) Then we came. I remember we came back here. We were sitting in this room. We had our traditional post midnight screening gin and tonics. 
Uh, and then I don't think we really talked about it. We watched like Big Train on TV or something. Yeah, it just didn't have. It just had to process it. But yeah, so then we saw it with you, and then I yeah. went and saw it with my mum and my brother. My mum just wanted to see it because it had footage of Ireland in it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> why. That's why she cared. Yeah. <laughs> and when you went to see it with me, you and Joe both left at a scene. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we planned our, our, our yeah. vape breaks. Yeah, our mid-movie vape. Um, yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah, we're basically teeing up. And You're not going to enjoy this bit, guys. Yeah, and, <laughs> and also, it, it made so you even though you had a part of the movie that was so boring that you knew you had to leave it, you went to see it again. It was, yeah, but we'd book, we'd booked all these showings before it had come out. Yeah, because so I spent I, the money. I like to go see it with my brother, but I like to go see it with you guys as well. But yeah. me and Joe also like to do our midnight. That's exactly what I did. Our second screening, I saw it with my brother. Sure. Uh, and then George had never seen it, so I watched it on Blu-ray with George. And then I did watch it with uh, an old colleague when I went round um, to spend You've the day with him. Five times. I've seen it five times. I haven't made Does- it through. I don't think I made it through in full on Blu-ray. But uh, Pat and I tradition for a new Star Wars film. We get together and watch all the Star Wars. Films, yeah, so I will be so, watching it again. So this we'll year. be doing it this year. I will see it before the end of the year. What? Tom will come and join us, maybe for a bit of it. We might try and record it, losing losing our minds oh, watching these I films. I think it'd be fun to record it, watching the prequels. Yeah, if you, I, I really don't want to have twenty four hours of audio recording that I've got to oh. edit down. Don't don't edit. It. Release them as uh, audio commentaries. DVD Listeners, if you have any interest in <laughs> oh. that, email me and then I'll, I'll sort it out. But do, you, do, you, do they get better as you watch them? Or at all? Was there anything that you liked? Or um, anything you went, oh, you know what? I didn't give that the bit of the benefit of doubt. Or? Some bits in the prequels have got better since I've watched them. No, no, just, I'm specifically talking about Last Jedi. Last Jedi? No, I hate it more every time I see it. Yeah, right. same. Okay. It just got continually worse. Yeah. Uh, the only one that actually improved for me really was um, Rogue One. I didn't really like it first time around. And then I learned to love it. I thought it was okay first time, but yeah, I, the whole third act, I love. It rescues yeah. the whole Firm, film. Firmly on board with Rogue One, I think uh, that's, yeah. So, mm. Solo, once again, enjoyed it in the cinema, but haven't got through it since. But we'll watch it again this year. We'll watch it again. Uh, but uh, sp- continuing the Star Wars chat, we won't delve too far into this, but Mandalorian trailer looks good. No idea what's going on. No. No, but it all just looks... It looks like a gorgeous TV show. Like, all the different landscapes. Mm. Um, oh, my God, Cole Weathers turns up. Oh, God, yeah, Cole Weathers is in um, it. Werner Herzog. Uh, Taika, it, Taika Waititi generally puts himself into something that he's directing, so I'm assuming he'll turn up. Apparently, he's playing that droid that you see, like, spinning round oh, and shooting okay. everyone around it. Lovely. Apparently, that's his character. With a New Zealand accent. Yeah, of course. Oh, are you? Oh, are you? Hi. He's got inherently hilarious accent, yeah. isn't it? It's brilliant. Uh, and uh, Obi-Wan has been confirmed. confirmed. We talked about it the other day, but the yeah. Kenobi series confirmed. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy. I, yeah, but if you... I mean, it'd be nice if it... Did we, did we say this on the podcast last week? Could mean could lead to a rematch between him and Darth Maul? Yeah, we did. They've done it in the animated show Rebels. Yeah. Maybe they'll either retell that story or there'll be a re-rematch. I don't know. I never actually watched Rebels. No, me neither. Uh so I don't really care, but uh, could be fun. But that's also that's a series, isn't it? It's not a film. Yes. Right. So yeah. So Disney Plus is basically taking over the world. Yes. That's that's why probably Disney want. I mean, in Disney's ideal world, they would get Spider Man back. Uh, Pat, the Bruce Lee controversy with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I imagine will probably lead to us talking about that film as we've all seen it. Well, yes. Let's, let's set the scene. Where where did you guys see it? 
We uh, saw it at the Odeon in Leicester Square. Yes, the we new did. Um, Odeon Lux. We, ve- we, we panicked ourselves in the ticket buying process because we thought the cheapest seats were about 40 quid, but yeah. we then figured out how to click around the cinema and get a normal price seat. Right at the back. Right at the back. <laughs> it was good, though. Oh, what, the, it was quite nice being what, there. At the back is cheaper. Oh yeah, the cheap it's seats. Like, it's the top, the top tier, not the royal stuff. Right. You're quite a way away from the screen. Honestly, uh, initially I clicked on like the yeah, second it's a big screen, though, isn't it? Um, it's it's big, but when you're that far away, I'll show you. I'll I'll show you a picture of it. We're also oh. it was also a 35 millimeter print that we were watching, so it's uh, it's not as as big uh, as it's, yeah. uh, wider. It's, it's not the um, IMAX that I saw. No, it's not the IMAX yeah. that you saw. No, but uh, yeah, no. So uh, the seats. I think the second tier of seats. A second price tier worth thirty five quid each or something wow. like that. It's yeah. insane, insane prices. I would be it's so the, angry the, if I spent that money on this film. It's the it's the room where all the premieres happen. Is that right? Big, I'd that be angry theater. to spend that money on any film because that's a lot of money to spend on a film. Why why this film in particular? Do you not like it? So it just wasn't great. It just wasn't. It had the potential Ooh. to be great. It was very boring in places. Oh, I thought it lived up to that potential. I thought no, it was brilliant. No, it One didn't. of my favourites this year, I think. No, you're really your opinion's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so from the beginning, they established, uh, and you know, listener, if you don't want to listen to uh, this, feel free to. Oh yeah, well, if we go into spoiler territory, I'll chuck in a time code yeah. right now. If you don't want to hear any spoilers, skip to forty-five. Minutes, 18 seconds. So you have Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely yeah, loving it. Of course you are. But he's washed up. That's what The whole thing is, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio washed up. They pretty much established it straight away, and nothing happens with it. He's just washed up what for the whole movie. What do you mean? Movie. He's just washed up. There's no development with Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Do you not think? No, he's just washed up. That's his whole thing. He's just he's washed up. I didn't think he was washed up. I thought Al Pacino had given that speech saying, you're on the road to being washed up. And even though everyone he meets knows him and loves who he is and loves his work and wants to work with him, hearing that, hey man, you're, you're in danger of getting old. You're in danger of getting past it. That was enough to give him that mental breakdown where he starts like, really second-guessing himself in his trailer about his performance and stuff. Mm. And he's he's losing it on set. Like I didn't feel like he was washed up. I just felt like it was a warning. It's, it's all about him trying to cling on to what he has which is like which led to him running out into the street and shouting at uh, the people in the car the Manson clan yeah because but, he's, but he's that's holding on to his mansion and stuff that's after he's done what um, Pacino tells him at the very start of the movie they're making great uh, uh, westerns spaghetti westerns out in Italy go to Italy make one of those re-establish yourself as the leading man and it takes him a few jobs and meeting like um, that, that crazy director and meeting yeah. that method acting eight year old which was a scene I loved to finally go, I do have what it takes. Like she tells him, that was some of the best acting I've ever seen. He goes, I do have what it takes. Then he goes. And then it's like, uh, what was it, six months later? He comes back and he's he's married and we, he's rejuvenated. We, I mean, we've, we've definitely ventured immediately oh, into spoilers territory here. I don't, I don't think he was rejuvenated, though. He was, I, just, I thought he would. He'd, 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 um, I don't think they were in love. They just, it was just that he just seemed to have been married. Like There, there no, just wasn't changed. much development. I thought Brad Pitt's character was so interesting and... When we was on him, I was like, "Lovely." When we weren't, I was like, "Oh god." Oh my I god! Just, what about that scene? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get too. Uh, I thought the end scene was was gr- a great end scene. But amazing. I, did think, I thought it was also really gratuitous to its violence towards um, women, which is something Tarantino has no problem with. I think he is a complete egotist. Mm. I think he is. Uh, in some ways, I, I was. I remember at some point during that film, I thought this guy needs to be stopped. Really, he wow. needs to be stopped. Someone needs to say to him, "You like, come on, kill your darlings." This film doesn't need to be this long. 
Every it could have done with losing. It, it, I would say fifteen minutes. No, but... longer than that. Needs longer than that. So many shots of just. Oh my god! I can I can just imagine him fawning over his own work. You can mm. literally hear that in the film. Him going, oh god, that's so good. I enjoyed yeah. just spending time with all those different characters. No, I just yeah, same. I thought and they were fun. So I thought there were some bits that were genuinely hilarious throughout. What did you think at the ending? I think if I'm a, uh, I just like like I said, I I can't wait to see uh, his take on a nine eleven movie where Mark Wahlberg oh, stops the hijackers because apparently Quentin Tarantino has license to do that with historical events. But that that's that's but nothing that's, new. That's nothing new. He did it with World War Two. Yeah, I know. I think I'm not I think praising it's, him for that. Am I? I think it's I think that's fine. I think I think that that's what made the ending so good is that it subverted your expectation. Everyone was expecting one thing to happen. The movie was getting criticised before it came out. Yes, because course. it's like, oh, Tarantino's doing the Sharon Tate story. He's going to be reveling in her murder. This is going to be disgusting. It's like, no, he uses this film to save her. Yeah, exactly. How egotistical is that? I it's his don't worry movie. about it. I know, but it's mad. That's but a, it's imagine a, being Sharon Tate's family and going, "Don't worry, I saved her, guys." Like, what? The, a, what that, are you talking about? That is a much, <laughs> what do you mean you saved? Her? I think that is much uh, less offensive than going, "Don't worry, everyone, I killed Hitler in 1944." I think, it, I, I think that's much less offensive. The Sharon Tate thing. I, I even said at the start, "Oh, why is it another thing about the Manson movie?" And even when I watched it, I went. This doesn't need to be about the Manson family. It wasn't really all. about the Mansons, though. I think that's exactly. What... So there's no point. Like, why, why having them as as background characters and change what happened in history? I think if you're a family member, like I'm not someone who easily gets offended and go, "Oh, that's offensive." But if you're a family member and you watch that, mm. like, so the controversy we were talking about, Bruce Lee's daughter yeah. watches her dad be an absolute arrogant prick on screen. Yeah. That's, and then Quentin Tarantino goes, oh, no, uh, I've got a source that says he was. Like, oh, what, you're saying that to his own daughter? He, you know him better than his own daughter, do you? I, uh, again, that he scene... He needs to be stopped. That scene didn't bother me. And he's a he's a massive Bruce Lee fan. Yeah, I mean... The th- so I think show him as a prick, then? But because it's be- like, it, the, the, he doesn't need to... He doesn't need to... Because you, you have prior knowledge going into the film of certain characters... That that leaves a whole bunch of story that you don't need told. Like everyone knows, the Manson family go on to kill Sharon Tate. Yeah. So that's what you're expecting, and then that gets changed because of uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's character coming yeah, out and screaming at a car. Yeah. And that's so that alters that bit of history. In this, we know how tough Brad Pitt's character is because we've just seen him fight Bruce Lee. Yeah. Like, so you, you need didn't need to explaining. Know, you ne- that you needed to know that this when, is like when, the greatest martial right. artist of all time. It took and he's you, just beat him up. When when Brad Pitt goes to the the Manson like compound, the ranch, and it's like that's a really tense scene because you know it's the Manson uh, cult. But by knowing how tough Brad Pitt is, it just loosens a bit of the tension. So you can like you're not spending the whole time going, "Oh, what's going to happen." Mm. You're just watching it going, right, what's he going to see? What's she up to? You're not, you're not on the edge of your seat going, oh, what's going to happen? Because you know this guy can beat up Bruce Lee. That's how tough he is. I, I, I admit, I, I loved Brad Pitt's character. I liked the mystique of, uh, you know, did he kill his wife or not? And they don't, they, they don't, they kind of heavily hint at it, but they don't actually, you know. Yeah, I think I, that, that bit I just would have watched. I would have liked to have watched more of him. Mm. I would like to have seen more of him and DiCaprio together. 
There just yeah. wasn't enough. Mm. There wasn't enough. They they separated. I would them. love to have seen just more of the pair of them. I would love. I would have if that movie had been like. I think it would have benefited from being fifteen minutes shorter. But if it had been fifteen minutes longer, I don't actually think I'd have minded. No, I was no, loving it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I was so in the zone in that movie. Oh. I was really enjoying it. But I'm I'm also with you too. I think I would have enjoyed it just as much had the whole film just been about those two characters. Yeah, yeah, you didn't need... I'm at, I am with you there. But I, at the, the same the point, scenes I when Sharon it. Tate goes and watches herself at the cinema, wasn't that just pointless? If she's not going to get murdered at the end, why are we watching that? No, I, I, why I are we liked watching it. That? I, thought it was, I thought it was quite a sweet scene. I, th- I, just... I thought it was sweet and, and maybe... Yeah, but maybe, why... Okay, so maybe this is egotistical, but, but through his movie and through uh, Margot Robbie's performance, she is living again. Like, there are people that know the story now that didn't know it. And to say, oh, here you go, here you go, and here's what happened to her, and didn't she die, and it was really sad. Now it's like, she's alive again on the screen. And people yeah, are... You're seeing, you're seeing her as like a... Cause what, as a performer, what which is what she was. You're seeing her as, as a sweet not, person who says nothing of note during You're not the film. seeing her as a victim, you're seeing her as a performer. I, she's yeah, just seeing her as, she's yeah, just She's yeah, just someone. There's, exactly, there's, but what do, you, what do you know about her outside of this film? She was murdered horribly. That's the only thing I knew about her before watching this film. Yeah, but and in this I, film, I, I saw her. like a no, an aspiring actress. It really, she it, did no, he did no characterization with her. She was just a sweet girl. That's literally all he did. That's because really she didn't have too much to do with no, the it's plot. Because the really, plot he, was he about... has no interest in female characters. He has no interest. Oh, in I don't know if you could say know, that. Man. He he did nothing with her. He did nothing. But I don't know. If, I don't think you, maybe he, in this movie. But I don't think you can say he has no interest in female characters. No, he as, likes, as a he likes to choke them in other movies. Yeah, sorry, I'll take that back. He likes he likes to choke. His okay, so, so so Kill Bill and Jackie Brown and Death Proof. The all the main characters are female, and they all win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a thirty percent record. Cannot deny he is one creepy little dude. Oh, oh of creepy. course, He's the got a mad... shot, the oh shots my... of feet in this film. Of I, course, I, it's I creepy. I rewatched all his movies before this, and there is honestly, apart from Reservoir Dogs, because there is just an all male cast. Every movie he's made has a, a gratuitous shot foot. I think I think it's good yeah. because it has sparked debate. I I I firmly, you know, I know it. There is a good film in there. I'm not going to go. It's a rubbish film because mm. it's clearly not. I just think there's so so many problems with it. So many. It did, uh, yeah. yeah. When I saw it, it, I did. I didn't think that you would love this film. I thought you'd enjoy it more than you did. No, it's just I wish I'd seen Hobbs and Shaw instead. Right. Well, because I know that that yeah, that was good. Yeah, Pat <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that more or less than Once Upon a Time in America um, in, in Hollywood? Hobbs and Shaw was exactly what I was expecting it to be. Tarantino always surprises me and I like being surprised but I also like the familiarity so Hobson Shaw I was relying on it to be familiar and predictable yeah. and it was and then there's of course there's a scene right at the end that is just outrageously oh, oh. over the top I uh, like quite... being surprised as well but I like the surprise to be a good surprise well <laughs> I don't like to be like oh that's surprising not uh, a good surprise right, see, I'll, I'll hold my tongue on a couple of things then because there are a couple of good surprises. How would you tell? I don't. I don't want any spoilers, even though no. I don't, I'm not. I'm not in a rush to see it. I'll probably see it around Christmas time, I imagine. But uh, God, just the whole the, the last chase, as it were, is just so stupid and dumb. I was absolutely loving it. I was giggling in my seat. All right, so. glorious. Well, that so that was a very long geekery. Hopefully, not too long for the listeners. I'll I'll chop no. it down. Do uh, you think we'll ever see a film where all three of us agree? <laughs> Spider-Man Ooh. Homecoming, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, I don't know. Not That's all three of us were firmly on board. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know that me and Pat will love um, 
Hobson Shaw more than you do. Yeah. Almost certainly. Almost well, certainly. what about one of the bad movies? Surely we were all in agreement that one of the bad movies was bad. I th- yeah, but I think we all had different levels of bad yeah. for yeah. these for most of these films. I did have uh, an idea for a bad movie in the future. <sighs> okay. Oh, go on. John Carter. <laughs> what, oh, John Carter 2? Yeah, we've never watched it. We've never watched it, have <laughs> yeah. we? I mean, we'll, we'll lay into our friend of uh, nearly 20 I've years. I've seen it. You, you have, have seen, seen it. it. I have seen it. Is yeah. it as bad as everyone says? I mean, it's like the critics said. It looks great. It is just the the pacing is so sluggish. The character is so dull. I don't want to end this section with a compliment from Ross. <laughs> so, um, do you know what? No, in some parts it looks. Shit. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> right, let's have some pensive. Right, thank you once again so much to listen to Lupin for sending in these new pensives. If this is your first episode and you've never played new pensive before, what we're going to do is I'm going to give Tom and Joe a film that was number one and a song that was number one at the same time in the UK, and they've got to guess when that is. Or not, not, not guess, work it out. You've got to work out when it is. We can do it. I won't accept We've guesses. done it before, Tom. We can do it again. Yeah, and then using their knowledge of the Harry Potter timeline, guess what Harry or anyone around Harry was up to at that point. What was going on in the books. Yeah. Yes. Or, or just in the, the universe. Because, mm. you know, these, hey. these can stretch as far back as, uh, as uh, Fantastic Beasts. You don't hey, know. If they want. So your first one, your number one movie, and oh, it's a good <laughs> one. Oh, it's a good one. We haven't done this one. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, okay. So that's dun, 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 1991, dun, dun. was it? I mean, that's how... That's that was 91, yeah. 91. I don't, I don't know when in 91. I'm assuming later in the year. Mm. That's how we can geek theme music, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, it is 91. You're correct. So let's see if you can get the time my, from, from the single. In my, head, in my head, I want to say November. No, let's, let's September. Hear, let's hear the song. The number one song... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Is uh, everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. Oh, for good, yeah, but that's like a three-month stretch. It was a three-month. Was number stretch. one for sixteen weeks. I'm certain. 16. I'm certain. I've seen the poster though for the film release of Terminator Two. I think that's. It's like a famous poster, isn't it? It's just Arnie's face, isn't it, with the eye? Mm. And I'm certain it had a burr on the date. And I'm thinking September. Right. Okay. So, well, Harry is one on October. In October, he's one in July, isn't he? Because 1991 is when they kid, they kid no, his parents. Wait, no, and... ni- 1991, September night. I'm so. Is it? Is it Harry's first day? Oof. Okay, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but that that lets me know that September's right. Oh yeah, right. Because so, I was yeah, close. No. Oh, hang on. Do you know what? What? Talk, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. It might, it might be his first day as well. Ooh. Uh. Okay. He gets the Hogwarts for the first. Th- so you're thinking September the 1st, 1991. Harry goes to Hogwarts for the first time? Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, it may be his first day as well. So is that... Yeah, because he, that, that, he gets on the Hogwarts Express and then the, he gets to Hogwarts the same day. But that's not technically his... Is it? Yeah, but it's September 1st, you would count yeah, as the attends first day, Hogwarts right? Hogwarts for the first time. That's yeah. an attendant. Harry attends Hogwarts. Yeah. You know what, you're absolutely correct. What Lupin's given us yeah. uh, is another event that happened that day, which if you can get it, I'd be amazed by it. But yeah, it is the 1st of September, 1991, okay, yes, which is please. also the day uh, Harry first went... Uh, Neville Longbottom Hog- loses his toad. 
Yeah, that happens as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, he buys, he, he takes the lot uh, um, from the sandwich cart. <laughs> yes, he, he, he takes yeah. the lot. Yep, yeah, yep. he buys everything. What, what else then, forget, forget Harry. Forget Harry. What else is going on? Uh, he meets Hermione Granger for the first time. Forget him. What else is happening? Um, uh, I don't know. Professor Quirrell returns to Hogwarts after being... Troll away. in the dungeon. No, uh, no, 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 it's Halloween. That's like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's so I give it to you. Yes, I mean you did amazing with the date. It was Dudley Dursley is in London having his tail removed. Ah, uh, yes. Oh tail that wow. Gave him. Yes. Also what? happened on the first of September. So but that's that why was he gives him a lift. Yeah, but that was some lovely work. Okay, so your last one for today. Okay. Number one movie. Yes. Is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, ninety three. Let's hear the song. Number one song is Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Oh, 80. No. Oh, no. she did two versions of it, though. No, it's, it's got to be the older the, version. I so 79, that, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, when you said my initial response to Close Encounters of the Third Kind was 79. And I then you ju- said 93. I just kept, I, I had just had my 90s brain on. Um, was, so 79. 79, I think, Kate Bush. You're, you're close with 79. Just, just a little. 78. 80. Yeah, 78. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, could okay, it be Harry was conceived? Yeah. Could, <laughs> well, they were twenty-one, weren't they, when they died? So that was three years before. There was a specific date for <laughs> Harry's conception. I suppose you could work it out, couldn't you? Could it be that, that Lily and James Potter graduate Hogwarts at the age of eighteen? No, no, no. Because Harry, Harry's Harry turns eleven in ninety. Eighty-one is when he's born, isn't it? You're, you're close. You're, oh, you, yeah. You're good that's with, a good point. It's the parents, isn't that it? That is a good point. Yeah. You're uh. good with babies. You're both very good with babies. Stick, <laughs> stick to babies. Someone was born. Oh, uh, could it be a Weasley? Ron was born. No, not Ron. Eight, 78. 78 would be... No. Oh, Hermione was born. No. It's not them. It's, it's an, it's it an older child. It is them. It's not them. That, Harry was it, not born in 78. It, well, it clearly isn't them. It's, uh, it's an older child. It is... Fred and George were born. Fred and George Weasley were born. Boom. Yes! First of April. My birthday. That's birthday. Yeah, my birthday oh, namesakes. they're the Jokers. I get yeah. it. Fred and George Weasley are born. First of April, 1978. Lovely stuff. Thank you, Luke. That's oh. glorious. Oh, so they, they were celebrating their 11th birthday uh, as you uh, popped out. As I, yeah, as I was uh, screaming on the floor, covered <laughs> in the afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, we've just had a conversation off mic. Uh, we normally like to just plan what we'll do in the next section. Uh, and I asked Tom if he wanted to tell an anecdote from uh, his Edinburgh time. But he says he's saving it for the live show. I've got so two you, very good anecdotes. You've got two Three guaranteed sweet anecdotes. I've got a couple. A couple oh, of anecdotes. A couple of anecdotes from Tom. That's well worth four pounds. Because we haven't, we haven't spoke about um, my Edinburgh experience, but I will be uh, t- talking a lot in the live show. Oh, I look forward to hearing it. It sounds like you had a good time I every time yeah. we checked in with you. Yeah, did. And uh, what else have we got? We've de- things we've definitely got because we haven't planned yet. Pat and I are about to go to the pub and write some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we quick quotes quiz definitely happening. The return. I'll write a quiz. Let's get a book or something. Uh, a, a slow non quotes based quiz. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I write a quick quotes quiz. <laughs> We're opening up the archives. Tom, Tom, oh, Tom, oh the archives will be open. Dust the fan fiction. Oh, okay, that's pretty, much, that's pretty much the entire show. That's, that's yeah. 90 minutes. We can right drag there. that out. Yeah. Chuck in an interval. <laughs> uh, a 45 minute interval. <laughs> the return of a very popular feature, and it was very popular at our last live show. 
Yes. Wizengamot. Uh, Wizengamot is coming back. Not on board. And We've this. all got to write a case. Yep. And then the audience are going to pick yes, whose case I know, they want. I know what they're going to do. They're going to make me argue for something. Yes. So no yes. one's going to pick your case. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you might write a really good case. No, but people just want to see me flounder. That's not the whole point. Yes. All right, but listeners, I'm begging you. I don't, I don't enjoy it. Two out of three hosts do enjoy it. We've got an hour and a half to, <laughs> to get over it. Got, yeah. <laughs> We've got to have it in. What else are we going to do? All right. Although, Fair enough. That, if I remember our last live show, we had loads of stuff planned. and Didn't had, do it. Didn't do it. We had to rush through a lot. We ended up talking about... Uh, I for, I've forgotten the name of the flipping film. Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald for a long well, that time. That was the plan. Um, well, that was the theme because it, was, it yeah. was that weekend. Well, that was sort of an, an excuse to do the show, wasn't it? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so time. now we're using September the 1st as our excuse. Yeah, no excuses. Okay, guys. So let's get you the hell out of my house and, and pat to a pub. Yay! <laughs> um, right. This week, I've written for you. When I say written, I mean copied out of a book. Yep. Uh, a Slytherin quiz. Oh. Mm. Right. Uh, Do we get points if we've got a Slytherin as our top trump? Uh, no, that's uh, a clue, though. No, I, I haven't got one, just in case. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, do we get points if we have the Slytherin logo on our shirt? Because you're also wearing a Hogwarts badge on I'm your hung- T-shirt. Yeah, you are. Do we get points for that? No. no. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> again. This has all been. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going back to the buzzing. Okay. It's the bu- the old classic buzzing. It's, some of these questions are quite hard, actually. Um, but let's see how you guys get on, the two experts. Question one. How did the bloody Baron die? He um, murdered himself. He stabbed himself. He murdered himself. Yeah, he uh, killed him. He like stabbed himself. Uh, and there is a. Bu- this is the only question with a bonus point. Uh, what is significant about the weapon he used to kill himself? It was what he used to um, kill the Grey Lady with as well. The name same, being the same dagger. The name being um, uh, Ravenclaw, not Rowena, her daughter Helena. Very good. So that's, that's two nice points work. for Tom. Well done. Uh, question two. Uh, with which Slytherin student does Hermione fight in dueling club? <coughs> Millicent Bilstrode. Oh, oh. Tom, Tom. Uh, question three. What positions do Crab and Goyle play? <coughs> that's Tom again. It was Tom. Say again. Beaters. Correct. Question four. What spell cast by Crab led to <coughs> his... Pat. Fiendfire. Well done, he's finally got one. He's on the board. Question five. How many years did Marcus Flint study at Hogwarts? Eh. Tom. Was it eight? It's eight. He had to repeat his final year. Question six. Who teases Parvati for defending Neville when... Eh. Tom. Pansy Parkinson. Correct. Oh, my word. Question seven. During Slughorn's lunch on the Hogwarts Express, which Slytherin student tells of how his mother was left... Eh. Of... <sighs> Sabini Blaise. I was about to say that. Is it wrong? It's, well, that's not the name. Sabini Blaze. Do you want to say it again, Pat? Sabini Blaze. It's Blaze Sabini. What? Oh, <laughs> you moron. <laughs> so that's an incorrect answer. <sighs> Question eight. Uh, <laughs> apart that's, 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 that's annoying. Blaze Sabini, my friend. No, because the first thing that came in my head was Sabini. Because and then the, the as film... soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, it is right. Uh, apart from Harry, Neville and Luna... Which Slytherin can see Thestrals in Hagrid's Care of Magical Creatures class? Harry's not a Slytherin. <laughs> I'm going to go for Pansy Parkinson again. Mm, correct. I'll be honest, it's a name I don't remember. Oh, I probably won't get it then. Uh, Theodore Noth. Not. Not. 
Is it not? Uh, it's, yeah, it's how I've it written it. It is not. It's how I've written it. Theodore, not. Uh, question nine. Who was captain of the Slytherin eh. Quidditch team? I'm going to go for Draco Malfoy. Incorrect. I'm who, go... who was captain of the Slytherin Quidditch team from Harry's third year onwards? I was going to say Marcus Flint. Uh, Graham Montague. Yeah. Oh! I knew it wasn't going to be Flint, but I just... I... That's why I fin- guess. Final question, and Tom has absolutely run away with this. Uh, who is Slytherin's seeker before Draco? I mean, I'm not I've got even a picture of the guy. I'm not even going to embarrass myself. Yeah, I can, I can see the guy. I can see the guy because he was in um, Grain Chill or something like that. He was in like a bit CBeebies program. Um, I just remember his face from the film. No idea what I've got a name. I've got a name. Slytherin seeker. Give me three, um, two, one. It begins with F, I think. It does but, not. It's. Uh, oh, I've no idea. Terence Higgs. 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 So there you go. That's a bit of fun for you. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a great fun. laugh. All right. Uh, oh, do you know what? I didn't actually count up the total there. I just shut my book in anger. So, Tom, you got two, three, four, five, six. And Pat got one. So, six one to Tom at the moment. And I am going to choose Courage. Oh, who you got? God, who you got? But you, you I've shrug- got Slytherin. Well, my, I'll tell you now, my courage is zero. Oh, my courage is eight. <laughs> it's Vincent Crab. Oh, I've got you? Barty Crouch Junior. I would I'd disagree with the courage thing. It, well, although saying that Vol- Voldemort has zero courage. Yeah, yeah it takes a bit of courage it, to create a Horcrux. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. <laughs> got, I got not got the guts to do it. <laughs> so Tom, so that's fourteen uh, one. You've just won oh, that by. Congratulations! Yeah, I, 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 Daddy I is certainly over, back. When I turned over that card, I thought this is definitely, definitely a loss for me. But uh, could I? What could? Surely, surely, Barty Crouch Junior. beats you on magic. Ten. Seventy. Oh. Oh. Cunning. Thirteen. Twenty-three. Uh, wisdom. Four. Thirty-one. And temper. Seven. Nine. Oh, Thanks, you Joe. You would have won on all of that. Oh, you wouldn't have won on that last I one. I would have won on temper. It's points. not enough, but... Uh, but very good. Well, thank you, guys. Thank Next you. week, Sunday. It's three days' time. Three days' time. Live show at the Bill Murray in Islington. Please get your tickets. Angelcomedy.co.uk. It will be paid what you want on the door, but um, obviously ticket holders get first refusal. So if there's if the room fills up with ticket holders, we don't know how many seats there will be. Um we will see you on the other side. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing all of you guys. Uh, yes, To definitely. those who are coming to the live show. Uh, to those that aren't, I think we are going to record, maybe put a little bits out. But obviously, if you want the we'll, full, yeah, we'll see uncensored, after all this time, always after dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot to podcast. X-rated. I, will, I, I should say now, it won't definitely be coming out on audio. It all depends on... Uh, quality. Well, no, I've had to, I've, I, I won't go into it, but uh, some equipment that I won't have access to on that day uh, that is quite crucial. So it depends on the sound quality. So none of it might come out. It could be exclusively for the live. So that's why you should buy your tickets. Mm. Buy your tickets, buy your tickets in quid. case we can't get, get it released. This is the buy only thing tickets. we've got behind a paywall as well. Yes. It's just coming to see us physically in the flesh. Yes, which, and if you listen to other podcasts, they've got lots of stuff behind the paywall. Lots of paywall nonsense. This is the 82nd yeah. episode of a completely freak podcast, so come exactly. and celebrate that. We're doing come 100 of them, it. and then it'll cost £3,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it'll be the first 30 minutes will be ad break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Isn't Squarespace a lovely website? Oh, oh it is lovely, guys. Get in touch. KFC. Uh, oh, no, not again. We don't want to go through that no. again. But uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you guys. Um, thank right, you to those who put the tickets. Yes. And all that remains to be said is that my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. See you Sunday, guys. Our other friend, uh, Archie, was a caesarean, but maybe not. Apparent, so, apparently we are. A lot, lot of personal details about our friends going out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently yeah, we are. going to hack into their bank accounts. <laughs> 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 like, caesarean, they must have money. Yeah, that's, that's their password. <laughs>